You see, with narcissism, you have this push-pull. You have the aspect of, I love you and I hate you. That like cognitive dissonance that ends up being super uh, addictive and pulls you into that relationship like really tight. And a lot of times when this happens, it happens around the same things. It happens around the things that the narcissist comes into your life and professes to love. So think of this, whenever you are first in the relationship, imagine and remember the things in the relationship that the narcissist, the toxic person in your life said that they loved, said that they thought was absolutely the best. It might've been your big heart. It might've been how you enjoyed doing things. It might've been how you love doing stuff together. A lot of times it's hard for them to describe because they can't really say like, oh, I love you because of this. Like ask them that one time. But like when you're thinking about it, a lot of times they'll find different things that they'll say, this is what I love about you. I love how you're engaged with, with nature. I love how you're doing this. I love how you respond to this. I love your laugh. And then all of a sudden when the switch flips, the things that they love, that list of things that they love about you is all of a sudden the things that they hate. And you'll see this happen time and time again in these toxic relationships, in these relationships that have so much of this push-pull, the cognitive dissonance, the different ideas going through of the love and the hate, the devaluation, the love bombing, all back and forth time and time again. You'll see the narcissist that comes into your life and looks at it and is like, oh, this is what I want. This is the person that I love, adore, etc. And then two months down the road, a week down the road, six months down the road, they're at the place of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I love that. Like, I don't love you for this. I don't like how you enjoy nature. I don't like how you're engaged with stuff. I don't like how much you love. I don't like your laugh. I don't like, and all those things that they said at the very beginning, they loved about you, all of a sudden it looks like they hate. What's going on there? There's several different aspects. There's several different thoughts in it. But a lot of times the narcissist is coming into a relationship thinking maybe this will be the one. There's an aspect of narcissism that's always looking for ideal love or like the perfect person. And so as they're coming into the relationship, they're thinking maybe this is the one. I think sometimes they're thinking in the back of their head, maybe this is the one to fix me. Maybe this is the one that'll help me feel normal. See, most narcissists don't know they're narcissists. The majority of narcissists out there are unaware. Majority of narcissists don't even care. Majority of narcissists would never even go to therapy to get figured out what they actually struggle with. So they're going to stay perpetually in the same cycle because they don't know how to break it and majority of them don't want to break it. So why even bother? But with narcissism, they'll keep coming back to you time and time again, trying to manipulate, trying to control. And as they keep coming back, they'll keep looking for a perfect partner. They'll keep looking for someone that they think is going to be the right fix. You know, a lot of times people ask me, they're like, why did you even get married? Like, what, what was the point of that? Why not be single and, you know, just go out and be with whoever you want? Why get married and then start cheating after that? Well, I didn't go into marriage thinking, hey, let me get married and then I can start cheating. Like, that wasn't an end goal. Like, I didn't have a five-year plan of let's get married and let's have four affairs. Like, that wasn't part of my agenda getting married. I thought getting married was going to be the next thing I was supposed to do. I thought getting married was the normal thing. I thought getting married was the way to fit in. I thought getting married was the same as what I should do versus what my friends did, what my college buddies did what the people I went to school with did. They grew up, 
found somebody and got married. So I was like, okay, let me get one of those. Let me go ahead and get married. And the thought between that is like, maybe when I get married, it'll be normal. Maybe it'll fulfill that void. Maybe it'll fulfill the thing that I'm looking for. Maybe that's the missing piece. So the narcissist gets in that relationship. I get in this relationship and I start saying like, these are all the things I love about the relationship. Like I absolutely adore this person for this reason, for this reason, for this reason. Get into the relationship, get through engagement, get married. And all of a sudden the mask slips, everything else changes. I'm like, whoa, where's that person? Because the narcissist a lot of times will put such a high standard on people, expecting people to be perfect. A lot of times because they think they're perfect. Expecting people to be perfect when in reality, they're just walking into another relationship with a broken person. It just depends on how much both parties are willing to work on it. Unfortunately, the narcissist typically isn't. Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. not willing to engage, not willing to work, not willing to try, not willing to be honest about anything. So over time, the mask slips pretty quickly when they start to see the things that they love about that person turn into things that they hate. Begin, they start to devalue that person. They start to put them down. Like, I didn't realize you had flaws. Like, I don't have flaws. I don't realize you were going to betray me by not thinking of me. I didn't realize you were going to get dessert and not ask me. Like all this type of stuff. Like they're going to continue that process of putting themselves higher and putting you lower. Of putting themselves above everything and you have different standards. Xenarsis is very hypocritical when it comes to this. I have standards as a narcissist but my standards are different than your standards. My standards say it's okay for me to cheat because in the relationship I'm in, I don't have my needs met. I'm the victim. I'm the one that's getting yelled at. I'm the one that's getting hurt and abused. But on the other side, the other person isn't allowed to cheat, isn't allowed to have anything happen because if that did happen as the narcissist, I would leave. Yeah, it's like, how does that make sense? It doesn't. Because the narcissist's mind, it doesn't make sense. It's very hypocritical, but it's that idea and that standard of I'm right, I'm perfect, everything revolves around me. So that means if I'm the number one person in the relationship, if I'm the one number one person in how the dynamic is in the marriage, if I'm the number one person, if I'm the if I'm the god of my universe, then as a result, everything's free game. So for a narcissist, it's a very easy jump. It's a very quick leap to saying, hey, I can be in a committed relationship and I can step out and have an affair at the same time. I just don't think about it that much. 
all I think about is, hey, I'm in a committed relationship and it sucks and I'm a victim and hey, I'm in an affair and I'm enjoying this because this is what true love actually looks like. And all I gotta do is jump back and forth. Victim mentality to victor mentality. And realizing over a period of time that what I think is real in both ends up shaping my reality. With a narcissist, you're going to have them love the things that they hate and end up hating the things that they said that they loved. You'll see them go back and forth. Love bombing, devaluation, yelling, apologizing. You'll see them go back and forth. If you're in this type of relationship and you don't recognize the abuse that's happening or you're in this type of relationship and you realize, hey, everything that they fell in love with, they're now saying that they hate, you might have been in a narcissistic relationship. You might have been in a toxic relationship. And what you need to focus on is not the why of why they did it, but the who of who you are. How can you change and grow to build that self-confidence back? to grow yourself, to pick yourself up from the ashes and get to the place where you're focusing on your growth, your healing. Because so often people get out of these toxic relationships and a lot of times they want to know the why. And a lot of times I can explain the why. I can say, hey, logically, if you do this, this, and this, this is how you get this. And sometimes people understand that. Other times people can't wrap their mind around it and they want to focus so much on understanding the why that they lose sight of the who. They lose sight of themselves. This happens every single day in narcissistic relationships, in toxic relationships where the narcissist drives them to the point where they lose track of who they are. They lose themselves. And they start to become a shell of a person that's hollowed out to support another person. That's what a narcissist does. If you like what you saw here, please subscribe. I'm trying to build a channel to build awareness and, and show people growth, healing, and change. As I talk about my journey and as I share the insights that I have about narcissism, the things that I've done in my life, the struggles that I still deal with, and how it breaks down analytically in the step-by-step -step process, that's my goal, to help bring awareness about this, but also to find a way for you to get change and healing and growth in your life. If that's something you want to do individually, we'd love to talk to you. Go to my website, rawmotivations.com. Click on one-on-ones. We'd love to talk to you further. Grab a time there and we can chat. If you don't follow me already, click on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook. We'd love to have you follow there. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd love to interact with you there as well. Can't talk. Anyways, thank you so much for watching. I appreciate it. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. Would love to talk to you more. We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like, go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.